The Green Bay Packers are going to London this season, so we are bringing London to you a little bit early on today's show. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Flotsam. Your team Pop. every day. Touchdown! We're locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. It's also, you know, pretty fun. I like it. Uh, And we have... UK Abby on the show today. Um, I'm sure you've seen her on social media. She is a Packers fan in the UK. As I mentioned the other day, you've wanted me to have fans on. Here's a fan. She's a fan. She's a new Packers fan, which also gives her a unique perspective. So we're going to talk to her about her fan journey, becoming a Packers fan in the UK. She's going to give some recommendations for um, Packer fans who are going to make the journey to the UK. She's got some Aaron Rodgers takes, some Jordan Love takes. That is all coming up in just a second. Before we get there, today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff is in the building. If you love the original, I love the original. It was my favorite Built Bar. Uh, they have made it a puff with protein marshmallow. Think of it. Think of it. And they're only here for a limited time. They are going to go fast. These things have all the normal traits of a Built Bar. They taste amazing. Covered in 100% real chocolate, low in calorie, low in sugar, high in fiber, high in protein. Incredible what they're able to do. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. And which NFL stars move the betting lines the most? This week and all this week, we've been giving it to you on the Locked On NFL feed. The top 50 most valuable players in the NFL. Al, available on wherever you get podcasts and, of course, on YouTube. I thought it was only right for the Packers this season going to London to have a UK correspondent, right? Well, we had Ollie Connolly on a few weeks back, and now she is one of the hosts of the Franchise Tag podcast. Abby is with me now. You've seen her on social media. I know you have. (laughs) Abby, it is is very good to be with you. Thank you for having me. So let's let's just start here. How does someone uh, in the UK become a Packers fan? This is always like like dragging up old wounds. This story. So I was with a guy for three years, um, and he was a Packers fan. I'd never really got into NFL. Every Sunday it was on the TV during the season, so it was like, okay, okay, I don't like this. And then the more I watched it, the more I was like, oh, actually, okay, this is quite good. Um, and yeah, and then it kind of just went from there. So now I'm actually like probably a bigger fan than him now, which is says a lot. <laughs> and and maybe a little twist of the knife uh, to him. So when when would you say you know like th- was the first season where you were like okay I'm I'm all in on this this is this is my thing now? It was probably after we broken up. So last season, um, start of last season, it was kind of like okay, I'm going to go into this yeah go into it head first. Um, I think at the, like before that, it was sort of like, you know, when you're talking to somebody about something and they know a lot about it and you feel a bit silly, 
trying to talk about it yeah um whereas when it was just obviously just completely free range now i had i have that feeling all the time talking about football um that i try and <laughs> i try and bring smart people on to to explain to me what i don't understand so that's <laughs> that's the good news about having a platform like this so then what was what was the genesis of the podcast then what do you mean sorry the genesis um when like why did you start doing that uh, they basically they contacted me and they were like oh we'd like to do some videos for us so I did that I just did a couple of um sort of like NFL made easy and then they were like do you want to just like join us as a member of the pod I was like yeah um I've had a couple of offers before that but I think it's the right it has to be the right thing and the right people um but yeah they're a great they're a great bunch of guys I really enjoy talking to them and working with them so and now you get to be the person that makes them feel silly and like they don't know enough about the game. So that's, that's good. That's a good uh, turning of the tables. We always like that. We, we love that. So uh, this, this is then um, really the first off season that you've, you've been like hardcore. Yeah. So for me, it's obviously been a massive learning curve. It's kind of like, yeah, obviously with the draft, I think this is the first year I watched the draft and was invested in it and excited. It's, it gives it, it takes to a whole other level because you think, oh, the season ends, that's it. I'm not going to be bothered about it now until it starts again. And actually, there's so much in between. Like There's a combine as well, isn't there? So there's loads of interesting stuff in the off-season you don't really think about if you just watch it as it comes, if that makes any sense. Sometimes it yeah. makes no sense at all. <laughs> no, I, I think it makes sense. We're, we're, you were um, a sports fan of of something else before this? Yeah, so I do some presenting in horse racing. Horse racing was my like first sport that I loved. Um, I started working in like, I don't know if you have, I don't know if they're legal over there, bookmakers, where you like mm -hmm. take bets, they have shops where you like take bets, yeah. So I was like a customer service manager for one of the big brands over here and started watching horse racing on there. And then, yeah, kind of, it, I was lucky really, I'd fallen into doing some presenting work, do some writing every now and then. But yeah, that was sort of my first love, as it were, for sport. It's not, it's legal here, but not in the same way it is in the UK where you can just like walk into a, yeah. <laughs> a door and there's someone who will take your money and give you a ticket. And that, that's that, uh, not quite the there's same also not machines the here. that take your money. There's the machines well, that will take your money as well. <laughs> yeah, that would be, I, I think, uh, problematic for a lot of people in the United States, to be honest. Um, we, we probably have to get that fixed. So how does it, how does the, the idea of fandom how has that like evolved since you started following horse racing? Because it's very different to follow horses um, than, than mm. say um, uh, uh, an NFL team. Don't get me wrong. I love horse racing. I've met so many amazing people through it, but there's a toxic side to the fan base. Mm. Very toxic. Whereas with, I, I mean, obviously with. You've been NFL, on Packers Twitter, right? <laughs> Yeah, the, the, I've been absolutely dragged by some Vikings fans. Like, literally, they dug deep into my appearance. I was like, damn, this is... But the majority, I've met so many amazing people because of the Packers through NFL. I'd say I've got... Like, I'm excited to come over because I've got so many people to meet over there now. But yeah, it's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot friendlier. The fan base is a lot friendlier. And I do, yeah, I'm a lot more invested in it, yeah. It, I think it becomes easier because it's people too. Like in, in horse racing, there can be, there are a lot of shady actors. Um, it, there are a lot of 
the the <laughs> owners are are a bigger factor like they're they're always sort of like towering over these these situations so it's mm-hmm. it seems very different so you weren't you weren't like a soccer fan before you became a, uh, an american football fan no, no not for me not for me i i it's kind of like it's, i'm probably going to get dragged for this as well but it's a lot of rolling around on the floor um for no reason I, yeah i no, just i've never really got listen. it you're you're preaching to the choir on that. I mean, I I like soccer, but not not enough to like be hardcore invested. A couple of years mm-hmm. ago, when the World Cup um, was was uh, what was the last World Cup? Um, the one where where Croatia made that big run. I was I was like, okay, I'm going to pick a team. I picked Arsenal. Um, that's mm-hmm. been a huge mistake because they all they do is break <laughs> your heart a lot, like the Packers do. So um, I'm just like, I, I don't. Why have I done this to myself? Um, but I did, and and you know I. I'd like it for what it is. Ted Lasso is a great show. You don't have to be a soccer player like Ted Lasso, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, like obviously when the Euros was on as well, everyone here was invested. It was, it was, it, it was carnage. Obviously, it was nice weather. We made it to the final. Um, that that was a great vibe over here during that. Like every. So you time can be casually in invested in it, like you, you, like you are, oh, yeah. like socially invested in it. Yeah, um, I had people like pick at me, like you've said you don't like football. I'm like, yeah, it's different. Like the Euros, it's England. We're making it far. It was exciting. Like there was just such everyone was just so had like a massive vibe. It was great. Obviously, it was heartbreaking to watch the final in a pub, surrounded by England fans <laughs> when we lost. But yeah, and there was a lot. Of, I think then it, fighting it, ensued after that. <laughs> The, the, uh, nationalistic part of it, I think is, is something that we can all identify with. Like no one cares about swimming in, in the United States, but if Michael Phelps is on, everyone's going to watch it and hope that Michael Phelps wins. It's, I think it's kind of the same, the same deal. So how do you, are you someone who goes to a, a, a pub in, um, your town to watch games or are you at home locked in? Um, there's nowhere really around me that shows NFL. It's really literally soccer game now i think in london there are a few but you know so i watch it i've got game pass i literally sit up till 3 4 a.m watching the games by myself it's a bit sad really um listen yeah. <laughs> I, I think there will be there were a lot of packer fans who if they lived in in the uk in europe or you know somewhere where they were not on at a normal time um I, they would be doing the same thing so I, I don't think it's sad i don't think it's weird um also i do it i do it i watch if it's a night game i'll still rewatch it after it happens so i'm often up uh very late that's why i don't really like night games i much give me a noon game all day (laughs) Uh, i'm sure you feel the same way um so the the packers off season then um what what do you what do you make of what's going on with aaron Rodgers? oh god so this is just one of those isn't it (laughs) I personally am a massive Rogers fan girl. I adore him. I think everyone, everyone do like, do you? But I think the off season has gone more savage this year for him. Haven't they? Like people have like his tattoo and people making videos of like, Oh, let's deep dive into his tattoo. I'm like, and saying, Oh, well he had a tattoo, but I might've watched one or two of those videos. Yeah. To be fair, I, I just wanted to see what they said it was like same you know what can they come up with what can they come out with but yeah um I think like not knowing to start with whether he was coming back I think everyone sort of I don't know did we know he was coming back it was kind of like there's a feeling isn't there 
But yeah. then there's all the rumors. So that was, I remember I was actually, um, so the guy I'm seeing lives in Wisconsin and he was over at the time when Rogers was, it, they came out that he was staying and he'd gone to get me some wine and he back and obviously I, I was like going mad and he was like, what's going on? I was like, Rogers is back. He's staying. But I'm just, I'm nervous now because obviously we know we're not going to have him for that much longer. What happens after that? <laughs> that, that worries me. That worries well, me a lot. I was going to ask, are you the kind of fan who is, is saying, okay, I need to enjoy uh, this time now or ugh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when he leaves? What if he leaves next year? Like, are you, or are you like on the worrier side, the cynical side of, of the, the Rogers end of career? Honestly, it's a bit of both. I'm excited that I'm going to see him play. That was for me, that was always a big thing. I was like, I was going to be absolutely heartbroken if I was never going to, I'm going to get to see him play like at least twice, hopefully touch with no injuries this year. So yeah, I think, I try to put things to the side. So I think until there's some a reason, I'm going to try not to worry. I'm going to try and enjoy it. Try and not be, like you said, too cynical about the situation. That is a shockingly healthy way of looking at it. I, I think there are a lot of Packer <laughs> fans who are handling it very differently. Um, sometimes myself included, because I, I just, I love watching him play. I just love watching him play football, but all the other stuff aside, and I took a lot of heat last year for my, my criticisms of Aaron Rodgers on and off the field, <laughs> but man, I just love watching that guy play football and it's, mm. it's going to be sad when he's not the guy playing football. Does your, does your love of Rodgers? And I think this is, this is one of those like impossible fan questions, but does your love of Rodgers impede or affect your enjoyment and or excitement about Jordan Love potentially being the next guy or whatever glimpses of him we see? I mean, I saw a video, I can't remember what game it was, I saw it on Twitter it's a couple of days ago, I think it was a girl, Sam, that posted it, when like Jordan made a massive play. It's like, you see that side and it's like, that there's stuff there. But I think, I don't think he's given, obviously, because Aaron's number one, he's not given the opportunities, is he? So I don't think until it's all in what what, what we're going to see from him. Like, I can't say I'm a, ma- a huge fan because I haven't seen enough. I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I, I don't like criticizing people unless there's a big resize them. But I don't think he's been given, yeah, the biggest opportunities to sort of step up, step in, see how we can, he can play. I know a lot right. of people don't like him. Well, I think a lot of people didn't like the draft pick, but I guess what I'm trying to get at the heart of is like, are you excited to see him in preseason or are you just like not worried about it because like Aaron's the guy and, and let's just live in the now. Yeah. that Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I think if it was obviously him as the starter, it would be what's going to happen, but it is sort of in the back of my mind and obviously um, them getting rid of Kurt as well. I think that was that was the hardest knock for me this season. It sounds really silly, but that no, that broke. A lot me. of fans I were like just, devastated by that. Like I literally, I cr- I'm not joking. I cried and I got loads of flack for it on social media. And I was like, no, I, I'm gutted. I think he'd, I don't know, I don't know if it because like you see like more sides of him on social media. Obviously, we more people were rooting for him because he's such a cool guy on social media. I kind of think that has a big play in it. Whereas I don't think Jordan loves big on social media. Doesn't really not a lot of NFL players aren't, are they? Um, 
I think that probably has something to do with it as well. So this is a question I've been asking a lot of um, the guests that we've had on this spring and summer. Who are you, um, maybe other than Aaron Rodgers, um, who are you most excited to see, whether it's preseason, whether it's regular season? Um, who are you like, God, I can't wait to watch this player this season? Probably Christian Watson. If I don't know, is he playing? Oh, that, that sounds really stupid if he's not going to play this season. But when he got drafted, I was really excited. And obviously, when you look at the clips and stuff, but yeah, I don't know if that actually counts because obviously we don't. I don't think obviously we know who's starting the season. I think it counts Um, because I think a lot of fans are are really excited for Christian Watson. Like, no, Mm -hmm. is he going to start? Probably not. At least not right away. But Mm -hmm. like, I think there is real excitement that he can be something, and if he can be something, yeah. You want to see if he is, and if he is awesome, you're like, I think a lot of fans are really excited to be excited about Christian Watson too, right? Like, it's not just, yeah, not just excited about it, but like, oh, I can't wait to see it. And then like, if he makes big plays, I'm going to be so jacked. Like, I think, I think that's, like, that's really, we just don't know, right? He's a rookie. Yeah. It's like, because obviously we're still technically building a team, aren't we? Because we know Rodgers is going to go at some point. So it's going to be a whole different dynamic. Um, but so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, the team sort of forms around that, I guess, especially like now, obviously Tay's gone as well. Um, it'll be, it'd be interesting to see. It will be. Well, this has been so great. Um, the last thing I want to ask you about um, is, okay, so you're a Packers fan. You're, you're living in the United States, let's say, and you're going to go to the mm-hmm. game in London. Do you have yeah. any recommendations for fans in terms of things they need to do, things they need to see, things they need to eat? Help help our American audience out. There's a few things. You've got to have fish and chips. That is from a chip shop, not like a pub. You've got to get it from a chip shop. Roast dinner, because apparently roast dinners over there aren't a thing. Not a thing. Like you I, stun, I don't know what that is. Sunday roast over here. A Sunday roast over here. You have roast potatoes, meat. It's basically like Christmas dinner. Love it. But on Sunday. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've got to do like the, the London Eye, um, Tower of London. All the it sounds really silly, but you know all the things that people say, like go on the like open tour bus journeys, like the big red buses. Um, definitely, I think sort of like experiencing like a pub environment as well. So maybe watching like any sort of sports in a pub. Hundred percent that. Um, don't think Saturday soccer, else. Sunday NFL sounds but, great to me. Yeah, like pub vibes are great. Um, if you're in the right, but there's loads of obviously London. If you're going to London anyway, there's going to be so there are so many pubs, sport things like that. That is definitely a recommendation because over there, I I've been to bars, but not there's not like pub pubs. Is there? It's not a thing. I don't, I don't unless I've been to the wrong places. No, you just you'd have to find them. Usually they're Irish pubs um, versus English yeah, pubs. But Irish pubs are like everywhere. I went to the Canary Islands Irish pub. Like they're just they're <laughs> yep. pub everywhere. There's one in I, there's one in Turks and Caicos. There's an Irish pub, and apparently the food is really good. I've heard. So, who knew? So, what you're saying is, it's if you're going to go to London, it is okay to do the touristy things. That's what I tell people about New York City too. It's like if you want to do Definitely. the touristy things, don't feel don't feel lame. Do the touristy things; they're fun. Yeah, like I took Matt. Did we did all the touristy things? Loved it because obviously over there, like no offense, the history over there what 1800s that whereas over here it's like. <laughs> Ten thousand AD or whatever it is. That's right. obviously an exaggeration, but when it says old over here, it's actually it's old. Right. So it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. 
It's very different. We were just laughing about that the other day on a show where they were like, oh, yeah, the something in Italy dates back to 1492. And I'm like, there's literally nothing in the U.S. Uh, of at least of Western <laughs> culture that dates back to 1492, like like almost nothing. So it's crazy. Um, it's like, yeah. Over here, you can obviously you can see where one of Henry's wives was beheaded and everything like there's they've literally put like this glass cushion thing down. It's crazy. That a lot really, of great history. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, yeah. I, I love it. Um, this was great. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks to Abby for joining the show. Fun to talk to her. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. This is your source for wagering info, live betting, esports, and scores. They've got MMA, boxing, golf, NFL futures, NBA futures, a ton of great stuff. Go to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. And thanks for making Locked on Packers your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen to Locked on NFL podcast. Our national experts and insiders give you keep you dialed in on the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because the offseason doesn't mean a break in the action. All right, we're going to be back next week. Lily Zhao on Monday gives us a preview of training camp, what she's excited about. We do a little reflection on the spring storylines push forward into what we're most excited to see in training camp. That show coming to you on Monday. We are back to five days a week starting next week because the Packers, they're putting on the pads. So, so are we. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775. Stay Locked on Packers.